Hey there, Super Sober Heroes. It's your host, Sober Steve, the podcast guy. And before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a brief moment to ask for your help to shape the future of gay A. Over the years, this podcast has grown and evolved as I've grown in my sobriety. And recently, I've been investing wild amounts of time, money, and energy to find ways to level up this podcast so it can get heard by the people who need to hear it. I want to take a brief moment to check in with all of you, though, to see what you love about the current show and what could be better as I'm growing and moving forward. In the show notes is a three to five minute survey for you to complete. I kindly ask that you pause this episode and take the time to complete it if you haven't already. You are kind enough to give me 20 to 40 minutes of your time each week when you listen to these episodes, and I want to make sure it's time well spent. So please let your voice be heard. Thanks, SoberPod, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I am making a difference. As of this recording, I am 60 days sober, and today I'll be looking back at my first two months sober look like. Now, when I started this journey, I didn't think I could make it to 30, let alone 60. Even the idea of doing it one week or one day seemed like a struggle. So not to sound cheesy, but it certainly was uh, one day at a time to get here. But I thought in order to help those of you who might be struggling with their sobriety or just starting on their journey, I can give some ideas and some of the lessons that I've learned along the way that might be able to help you get or stay sober. First off is that it wouldn't have worked for me if I didn't go to meetings. Uh, Going to meetings is where I learned what my disease was like and how bad it really was. I was able to identify with other people in the meetings And it really just was my guide to getting sober. And with that, it did take me some time to find the right meeting. As I mentioned in an earlier episode, you know, I I struggled finding some locally and then even going to virtually. Not every meeting is created equal. And so it did take me some time to find my home group, but find it, I did. And from there, going into the group, um, Once you find a group that you like and drives with you, I recommend going to that same meeting uh, regularly as often as it meets because that's where you end up finding friends and contacts that will help keep you accountable. They'll know if you don't show up to a meeting, they might check in with you. So share numbers, share contact information. Just make sure that you are doing your best to engage with them. You know, that was one of the hardest things for me when I was getting sober was reaching out to people. Oftentimes, it was always about me. I would reach out to a text, and it would be about me and my struggling and what I'm doing and what I'm worried about, and they were all very understanding, but it certainly, you know, in hindsight, there were entire text message chains where I forgot to ask how they were or what they were up to or how their sobriety journey was, and we're going through the same thing. So talking with fellows, remembering to reach out and remembering that not only will, are they there to listen to you, but you can also be there to listen to them. Because oftentimes I find helping other people helps myself in ways that it didn't when I was sober and selfish. So in addition to that, my, I've been attempting to find a sponsor. It's been a rocky road. I'm finding that I'm interested in finding one locally, but I'm having trouble locally finding the right person or right connection I've been, you know, it just shows that even for me, like having this podcast and having learned so much so far for my 60 days, I'm still learning processes and I am a work in progress. So 
I am attempting to find a sponsor since I know that they are helpful. The ones that I worked with briefly even helped me significantly. It's just long-term, our personalities haven't matched. I guess I'm a little bit needy. So with that in mind, I know that reading has also helped when you can't have that conversation with a fellow or if you don't have a sponsor yet. Reading the big book, reading Living Sober, reading you know, books on sobriety or addiction or recovery. It just really helps me at least kind of refocus and recenter. And meditating is something that I continue to work on. Meanwhile, I'll share some of the lessons that I've learned along the way. These are mostly credited to other people I've talked with over the past 60 days. However, I will share them because they were all just so good to share the first one was in terms of talking about the friendships that I've made in AA. It was said in one meeting that fellows are the one group of friends who want nothing from you other than to succeed. And I have to admit that this is very true. You know, I don't want anything else from anyone else that I've met through the programs that I've been in other than, you know, for them to stay sober and for me to stay sober. And they want nothing more than the same for me. And I come from a sales and marketing background where when you spend you know, 40, 50, sometimes even 60 hours a week of your life in a job, that's where you meet your friends and your acquaintances and build those relationships. But oftentimes, especially in my sobriety, I've been reevaluating a lot of them really were more about the transactional types of relationships that alcoholics can have. Even if it wasn't about drinking, it was very much what can they do for me or what could I do for them? As soon as I would stop being able to do something for them, I'd stop hearing from them as much. And as similarly, the you know it goes both ways where there were times when I wouldn't be the best friend that I could be to people who might have been offering because I was too self-centered and self-absorbed and also just searching for my next drink. Similarly, another thing that's helped me stay away from drinking is this saying that I heard in a meeting, expectations are just premeditated resentments. That is something that rings very true. I expect a lot out of my life and the people in it, or at least I have, and I'm trying to change that. Expectations are just premeditated resentments. And so what that means is... You know, I try not to expect things of people anymore the way that I can because no one's ever going to live up to the way that I think they should be living. It should be more about how I react to things. That's what I can control, not what I'm expecting of them to begin with because that's just going to lead me to resent the person, place, or thing when it doesn't live up to those expectations. And so it still happens sometimes. Uh, I'm working for pro- progress, not perfection, but at the same time, I am, you know, being a little bit more there, present, and not so much expecting things from those around me or the situations or expecting things from my day. I am taking it not only some days one day at a time, but sometimes one moment or two at a time. It's also helped me working on identifying my triggers and knowing when to step back and uh, Triggers are something that, you know, especially for me, oftentimes would lead me straight to the bottle. Stress, anxiety, feelings of sadness, conflict, bad news. Those are all reasons why I would drink in pity. But then even then, there were, you know, good news 
would cause me to drink to celebrate and good times would cause me to drink to celebrate. And I pretty much was just celebrating or commiserating with alcohol at all times. But when I'm finding myself in those situations where there are negative thoughts and feelings, those are a lot harder to stay sober for than in my positive ones, at least in my experience. And so, especially when I have a moment where I get bad news or when work just overwhelms me and has me at a breaking point or when I am in a situation where there's conflict, knowing that I need to step back, you know, take some deep breaths, do the serenity prayer, talk to my higher power, those types of things were things that I never thought I'd be able to do during a sense of conflict or that I never would want to do, you know, in terms of praying to a higher power. You know, if someone told me 90 days ago that I would be praying 60 days into this, I would have said, like, you're insane, but I was insane. I was insane from my drinking, and I still have insane thoughts about alcohol. But the difference now is that I'm learning to identify those thoughts and my triggers and knowing how to react to that. Even just last week at work, we were doing an event where I was responsible for pouring champagne. And I poured it, and I knew that I couldn't have a glass because my coworker I was working with knows that I'm sober, but I was having a real shit day. And so as I'm serving them, you know, it spilled over one of the glasses and spilled on the counter. And I had this crazy image in my head that, or like this little voice that said like, lap it up, drink it off the counter. Like, it's not like you're drinking, drinking. And I might've even been tempted to do it or have been like, what's going on? I'm, I'm a crazy person. Had I not been going to meetings, not been able to identify through my readings and through talking with other people that these thoughts are happening, they're going to continue to happen And it's just that disease of mine rearing its ugly head. And so I was able to step back and not lap it up and not have a drink. But it just goes to show that your mind works in funny ways. And especially when it comes to alcohol, that's one of my triggers, as well as all the stress and anxiety. So trying to stay away from it when I can has been certainly helpful. And also staying accountable. I know that, like I mentioned, not missing meetings is important. You know, it'll help keep you in the program and able to have that strong foundation during your first 90 days. But also for me, working on this podcast has helped me stay sober. I know that even though this isn't even out yet as I'm recording this episode and I'm in pre-launch, so to speak, I've put so much work into this that a couple weeks ago when I was questioning my sobriety and wondering whether it was even worth going through all of this, you know, a big part of it was, yes, it is because I'm making this podcast and I've already gotten feedback through people who follow us on Instagram that this is needed and that they're looking forward to it. And so in that one moment, I wasn't able to worry about myself, but I was able to worry about the other people. It's the similar way I believe that volunteering for service can help serving in meetings or in your community, however you can. I just signed up to be a greeter at my home meeting for the next three months. And so I joked with my husband, but I was like, well, I guess I need to stay sober now. And he's like, you were already planning on it, but okay. And so things like that are helping keep me accountable and also having something to look forward to. I'm very much looking forward to my 90 days and for when this podcast comes out. But in more immediate future, I'm looking forward to the 64th annual Florida State Convention, which I'll be going to in real life next week. And so that'll be a great experience to get to have some more in-person experiences since a lot of what my experiences have been have been virtual. 
So I will be sure to report back after that and let you all know how that went. I want to thank everyone for listening. Please make sure you rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening if you found this information helpful. If you're interested in sharing your story, getting involved with the show, or just saying hi, you can email me at gayapodcast at gmail.com. That's also our at on Twitter and Instagram. I use Instagram probably the most. And you can follow us wherever you're listening so you can get new episodes when they come out every Monday and Thursday. And until next time, stay sober, friends.